<laughs> that was weird. That was weird. That's going to happen now. Yeah, that was not a good idea. Could be weirder. Yeah. Uh, we, we got him here. He'll never be back. Hey, everybody. Welcome on into the Big Access Podcast. My name is Brock Benson. I'm your host and the director of marketing over here. And today is a very cool day because it's the first time we've actually had three people on the podcast at once. We've been very, uh, you know, very good at doing two people, but today we're pushing the limits. So this is going to be fun. We've got (laughs) Brad Baldwin over here. He's the VP of product. And sandwiched between us, we've got Matt Murdoch with Alpine Communications, uh, who is a dealer. So thank you. Thank you for uh, Welcome, Matt. It's a big deal. Uh, Matt is here today to talk to us a little bit more about uh, who Alpine Communications is, but then also specifically about his experience in our Aux 8 beta period that we just got through. So as you guys know, the Aux 8 is now out and it's now available. It is uh, on shelves at distribution. So, uh, you know, hopefully today's episode will be a little bit more educational about the purposes and the use cases that an Aux 8 will be, uh, you know, used on in your installations. So uh, yeah, we'll go from there and uh, talk a little bit more about it. But uh, before we dive into uh, you know, the Oxate. I want to learn more about Matt and about Alpine Communications so that you guys can uh, see, you know, some of the use case scenarios that access control can be installed. Yeah. So, so uh, Alpine Communications, uh, we do residential and low voltage, uh, residential and commercial low voltage. So on the residential side, do a lot of home theaters, home automation, network, uh, just the whole gamut of low voltage. And then on the commercial side, we do a lot of network infrastructure. We're providing the, the security, we're providing all of the you know, Wi-Fi in a small office, medium office building, assisted living, dentist's office, medical plaza, all that kind of thing, um, small commercial projects. And we were um, already doing a lot of that low voltage access control wasn't one of the things that we were doing. And so we were typically working with other uh, access control contractors on these projects. And so um, PDK made it pretty easy. You're all network based. And so it was, you know, spoke our language, was easy for us to figure mm. out, um, great sales and tech support. So it was, it was easy for us to dip our toes into access control. We've been doing access control for like five years mm. now. So it works great for us because now um, on a project, we're doing pretty much all of the low voltage rather than us not being in control of some things and some other things. So it makes it easier for us to provide our clients with, you know, the best experience possible when we're managing the full breadth of low voltage. Do you find that it is, you know, in that situation, since you guys have picked up access control, instead of having to subcontract that out to other partners in the area, do you feel like that's, you already said that that's easier for you, but do you feel like that's also easier on your end user? Oh, for sure. Because then it's, because most of our clients are reaching out to us first anyways. And then that's always an awkward conversation. Like I'd love to solve this problem for you, but I literally can't. So let me call someone else wait for them to hear back. And then, so we're like a middleman in all of that, yeah. right? We've, that's how we've grown our business is just, I mean, we don't do any advertising. It's just repeat customers, <laughs> word of mouth, referrals. And so what we really try to do is try to make that experience best we can. And having us provide the access control solution just gives us the ability to, you know, solve those problems quicker. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, that's huge. 
And yeah. so because of your experiences that you've had, you know, installing PDK and been a successful partner with PDK, that kind of opened the door to being able to help out with testing future products to make sure that they work and that they are delivering that same simple to install, same great user experience that the rest of our products have. And so we just launched our Oxate and we had a beta period. How long ago was that beta period, Brad? Uh, we, we started it uh, in the fall and kind of wrapped it up about uh, end of the year, okay. to be honest. So, so with that, you know, we, we developed this new input-output board that is, uh, you know, it's, it's not your average input-output no. board, right? It's got, uh, it's got eight different relays. It's got eight different inputs. So you can uh, go ahead and monitor a bunch of different things. You can go ahead and control uh, different devices with either wet, in, uh, wet contacts or dry contacts with it. Yeah. But uh, Brad, yeah. talk to us a little bit more about what that Ox8 is and what you guys developed that to be. Yeah, I mean, the Ox-8 is, as I said in a previous podcast, it's kind of like a Swiss Army knife, right? You can have that thing on the truck, and when you go to an install, it'll get you out of a problem almost any time you run into a problem. Um, so it's a good thing to have. But I think the uh, we wanted to be able to make it easy to scale elevators, and that was one of the common use cases that people asked for for this product. Um, we built it all on the red product line, kind of the controller look and feel and same architecture. And so it feels very natural in that whole ecosystem. Uh, in fact, some people were using um, R8s for some of the solutions that uh -huh. you can now use the Ox8 for instead. Yeah. Um, so this is just a nice way to be able to extend the solution, a little bit different price point. It doesn't give you you know, all of the stuff that the controller gives, but gives you a lot of uh, functionality. From from the beta perspective, one of the things that I found with uh, working with you, Matt, is you wanted to be able to kind of put this thing into an environment where you could kind of play with other systems. So one of your you know main abilities in your business is being able to tie things together. And tell us about how the Ox8 kind of helped you guys build out and tie things together. Yeah, that's one of the interesting things, what reasons I was interested in it is it seemed like it was a very cost-effective solution rather than using an R8 and kind of wasting all of that power, right? right. And so that's why I was interested in being able to have more flexible solutions. Um, so one of the specific use cases that I wanted to look at with the R8 was integrating other devices, you know, whether that's some garage doors, uh, we're already, you know, doing the uh, security system, mm -hmm. at a, you know, for example, a, a small office building will do three or four doors, but we're also doing, uh, you know, the network infrastructure, we're also doing um, the camera system, all of that. And I've gotten requests multiple times of, hey, I'm already credentialing in with PDK, and then I've got to walk through the door and then there's a beep and then it tells me you have, you know, 30 seconds to disarm the alarm. Like, and then I got to go type in the same or a different code there. So what can we do to streamline that? So that's one of the things I wanted to try out with the Ox8 mm -hmm. is just, you know, it's relays. We use relays in lots of aspects of yeah. our business. And so that's was one of the first use cases I wanted to look at is, okay, can I uh, program PDK to say, Okay, if there's a valid credential presented, close that circuit, tell my alarm system, we use you know, Claire controls, we use Elk, we use some others. All of those have the ability to basically take a contact and tell it to do whatever, right? That's mm -hmm. most security automation systems, you just 
tell me what to do and then I'll do this. And so that's what we wanted to do. Um, we used an oxate. Uh, we wanted to also try it out with, uh, you were gracious enough to give me a, a PoE module to try yeah. it out, right? We're already doing PoE plus, PoE plus plus. Um, we're doing APs, we're doing cameras, we're doing lots of things. Uh, that are already using PoE, and so in an instance, especially if it's after the fact, we've already got extra, we always run extra communication cable. Um, so that was great. We used PoE Plus to power our um, uh, the Ox8. We were able to run a cable um, to a wireless sensor that worked with our alarm system. Uh, reached out to support, Dylan Sharp helped me really fast cool. figure that out. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, we can do that. Haven't done it before, but we can figure that there out. We go. Should work. Reached go out to, reached out to, in this instance, <laughs> it was Claire Controls out of Florida that we were using that system. And they said, we haven't done that before, but I mean, should work. So, you know, they helped me on that answer. Got a wireless sensor to basically just normally close to open. Really straightforward. So when PDK closes that circuit off of the R8, or the uh, Ox8, uh, it tells this wireless sensor, hey, circuit status has changed. And then we have that programmed to basically generate a four-digit pin in the alarm system. Oh wow! Did exactly what our uh, what our client want the request was. So if certain people, you know, you've got groups uh, in PDK, um, only a certain group within all of those groups has that ability. Don't help me set that up. So it's a rule in the group that if this particular group, if their credentials posted and the alarm is set. Or then it closes the circuit and then, you know, it tells the alarm system, if the alarm is armed, disarm it. So it Just did exactly what we simple wanted. Simple inputs, outputs, if this, then that. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and that's easy because that's what everyone in this field, that's their language, right? Yeah. Open and close circuits. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're integrating a 25-year-old ELK system. We've got clients that we've had alarms that we've hardly touched in 25 years. You know, we could integrate that just as easy as mm. it is a wireless new system. Yeah, that's crazy, right? And so that's a, that shows just a little bit of the capability there. There's a lot more that the Oxate can deliver and it has mm-hmm. a lot of potential to be able to do. You know, Brad, you mentioned elevators earlier. Yep. And that's the same thing, right? You're just wiring this up as a dry contact into one of the, uh, you know, into one of these relays, right? You take a, uh, any two conductor wire from the elevator control panel, tie that into the Oxate, you put that into uh, common and normally closed, and uh, no jumpers, and you're set. And that's going to be able to then be programmed within the software to be a trigger for that floor. So when somebody comes into the elevator and they scan their badge, uh, it will then unlock the button for that floor that they need to gain access yep. to. So it's a very simple way to be able to control uh, you know, who's got access to certain floors. Yep. Uh, other things that are popular with it, yeah, door position I can sensors. Say door position right? sensor is probably the biggest one because it's it may be a case where you just want to monitor a door, mm-hmm. but you don't actually have control on that door yeah. mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, right? And it gives you a chance to see in the interface what's going on. It allows you to put automation behind that, create a system event, give me notification, do things. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of flexibility. So Matt, you and I were talking just a little bit earlier before we started doing this podcast about a installation that you're doing up in Alaska um, for senior care centers, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see scenarios where they would want doors to be monitored, uh, letting you know if they're open or closed, but not necessarily have a full level of access control applied to those doors? Oh, absolutely. Especially even with, nice thing about a door position sensor is it's there's a lot of flexibility. Basic security is, is this door open? But then how long is this door open, right? Yeah. Maybe we set off a prop alarm or a piezo or something like that. 
And, and that really gives you lots of flexibility. But there's also lots of other sensors that are in use uh, in facilities like that. And mm. it's great. I don't have to sell them a full controller just for some basic door yeah. uh, or other sensor information. One of the other things I'm really interested to try out um, this fall is we'll occasionally do a system with uh, some delayed egress where, um, for example, there's like a Von Duprin uh basically an all-in-one that's a uh, delayed egress system. That's t- So that is what's powering the mag. That's what's powering the strike. That's what's powering everything else. And so on some of those facilities, I've taken a, um, well, what the time was an 8IO, and I'm just basically using relays mm-hmm. to interact with that door, right? It's getting 24 volt voltage from a whole different system. All I'm doing is just telling the door, unlock for three seconds, unlock for six, uh, 15 seconds, and then be done. So that's a good value proposition for me to be able to offer my customers. Hey, here's your delayed egress system that's kind of sort of standalone, but then we get to add the advantages of PDK and a cloud interface Mm -hmm. and something that's easy enough that, you know, your facilities manager, who's not very tech friendly, (laughs) they can manage that. Um, And Oxate's perfect for that, right? I've got, I can have five, six doors that all have delayed egress mags. And then rather than using an R8, I'm just going to use that Oxate. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to try that. And we're happy for that. We, I mean, we love making lots of money on, on all kinds of products, <laughs> right? So, uh, in fact, when I say we, I mean we. Yeah. You're going to be able to sell the solution that the customer is going to be willing to purchase and win more deals because you have more flexibility in yeah. what you can offer. And I'm giving the right solution for the best price, right? It's always yeah. like we're, we're always price conscious on trying to make sure what's the best solution for our clients, right? Because we want them to keep using us. We want them to have confidence in us. When I can say, hey, I can do this cheaper this time because I have a better solution while still offer you all the same value. That's great for us. And it makes us look good and it helps us feel good. It's a win-win for everybody. There you go. The Oxate makes you look good and feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In fact, again, the Swiss Army knife, he just described. He described every use case of it. I'm pulling out the fish scaler. (laughs) For this one, and I'm pulling out this thing, you know, the corkscrew over here, and uh, you never know what you're wanting to control in a way, and Oxate's a lot of flexibility. Absolutely. Guys, well, we are just about out of time on this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast, but hopefully it was a very educational episode where you guys learned a lot more about what the Oxate is and about everything that it's going to help deliver for you guys, our installation partners. Uh, But Matt, thank you so much for coming uh, into the office today to talk to us about this new product. We're excited. Again, the Oxate is now available. Uh, Go to your distribution partners and let them know that you want to see it. Uh, they'll They'll have it ready for you to be able to check out uh, and we can go from there but anyways guys thank you so much for jumping on if you haven't already done so be sure to subscribe to the podcast leave it a five-star rating and then leave any comments that you might have we're very interested in wanting to know what you guys want to learn so thank you again for jumping on to the big access podcast